Hey everybody, I'm Reed. I'm Andy. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> and Mr. Does one of us have a bad <laughs> <laughs> That should be the intro. I like it. And this is creating Ramel the Hell. <laughs> My, uh, my yaha. <laughs> Look how oh. good, good evening, Mr. Haunt. Yo, welcome, 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 everyone. That looks like a gigantic one. It looks like you're inside a giant estate, like out in the country. <laughs> yes, <laughs> don't I wish? <laughs> He's haunting an estate. <laughs> Why does this not seem like outside the realm of possibility from everything I've heard of you guys so far? <laughs> we just act rich. <laughs> yes, yes. So welcome to our um welcome to the Ramel cast, where on today's episode we are speaking with Matthew K. Kaminsky. I don't know I don't know what your middle name is. <laughs> Is it J? Start with a J? No. Oh. No. I'll just say Matt K then. Frank. Fra oh, really? Francis? Matthew, Matthew Frank. Matt Frank. <laughs> Matt Frank. Martholomew Francis. <laughs> McKinsey. <laughs> of course, we've got uh, Andy and myself and Mr. Hunt. How are you all today? I'm all right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I just Bye. finished a nice big cup of coffee, so I'm raring to go. Oh, wow, you're gonna is that gonna upset your tummy? Um I'm like a cow, I have four stomachs, so we're okay. okay. Oh man, how many nipples? Um well <laughs> all of them. <laughs> <laughs> None of them are superfluous. Which one is chocolate? <laughs> God. The brown one, the brown one. <laughs> I should have known. <laughs> oh, Lord, what have I walked into? <laughs> oh. Well, is everyone's, is sorry, everyone's kids... Oh, sorry. No, I, I just was going to ask if everyone's kids were asleep. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Mr. Hot's I doing think. this to get away from the fam. <laughs> Why do you think he's like in? He's hiding out in the estate. I mean, exactly. <laughs> he's in the library. To teleport to the country. There you go. Don't come to the West Wing. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many rooms they'll never even find me. <laughs> nice. Well, we are we are talking on this episode about 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 you're close you're close to Canada up there. <laughs> yes, I am. About we're talking about the art of Ramel the hell. And uh, our guest tonight Matt is uh is the artist of record for uh for Ramel as we begin our journey here. And so 
Let's open up the floor. Matt, what questions do you have for us? No. <laughs> <laughs> you see what happened? What? <laughs> no, we've so we've been talking to you, Matt, I think for well, at the time of recording for a couple of weeks, maybe two or three weeks now. And kind of uh getting into your head or you're kind of refining uh the information from us as far as what you're gonna be doing. Yeah? What are you going to be doing? <laughs> well, I, you know, we from from the, the tidbits that we've talked about so far, uh, it appears as though I'm going to be doing a very large poster that we're essentially going to be using for both the cover and promotional material and things like that. And uh, we'll just say assorted interior art. <laughs> And and the most of the so the cover itself is going to be a fully realized painting, um, kind of a I don't know if you guys want me to talk about what we're what the it's going to look like or anything like that. But yeah, um, from from what I'm from you know kind of what what is in my head so far would be kind of like a you know a very large kind of exterior shot of like the entire city, or at least a chunk of the city, with like silhouettes and things like that of some of the characters kind of in the foreground. And then the interior shots were kind of looking more along the lines of be- doing them all in like I'll say you know quote unquote gritty ink style. Um, my my actual plan for that is going to be kind of interesting. So I, I have a bajillion reference photos, and my idea is actually to dive into those without any pencil at all and just go right right into the ink and see kind of what happens. Is is that is doing that kind of uh, is that typical? you know for that you know like speak to me like i, d- I know nothing because i kind of almost do know nothing uh Don't snow. <laughs> you know nothing reed rhymer <laughs> um is that is that typical uh, it depends what, what i'm trying you know what i'm trying to achieve like in a typical setting not so much but that's only because i'm very like technical i'll sit there with like my you know i, I can't show it on camera but Let's just say I have a piece to my left that is a, it's a 26 by 40 piece. Like it's, it's, you know, two feet basically by almost four feet. And, you know, I did almost this entire thing with like a 0.5 millimeter pen. So (laughs) it's, it's, it's a little out of my typical realm to not actually have everything like penciled, lined, detailed, and then go into the inks and stuff like that. Usually I have a plan. So it's so it's riskier. It is nice. We but, like but, risk, but because of that, um, you know, you can kind of get some more interesting like stroke methods and stuff like that. I think you know because I've shown you that, uh, I'll, and I, we can link this later if we need to somewhere. But the the Cthulian piece that we did during stream, uh, you actually were the one that said like you know just dive into it, see what happens, and like that was me just basically like all right, I'm gonna throw my pencil to the side and let's do this. And so you nice. get you get more of the Bob Ross moments, the happy accidents, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Where where are you from, Matt? I Tell us think. a little bit about yourself. Are we talking about originally, or are we talking about now? <laughs> <laughs> well, what what makes Matt Matt? Man. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us every nuance and detail, please. <laughs> so you see what happened. <laughs> 
Um, so actually, uh, uh, so I'm originally from your neck of the woods. I'm actually from like, if you take Wisconsin and look at where your middle, like, you know how they always do the glove hand for the, for the shape of Wisconsin. I'm from the tip of the middle finger. Mm. So that, that's originally where I come from. Like literally, you know, my closest neighbor was like, you know, a two hour road trip. (laughs) (laughs) We were way out there. Uh, And so, you know, basically i have a lot of experience in like the the backwoods one might say which is really funny because i mostly do cyberpunk art which is like the exact opposite of that that's interesting <laughs> that's interesting but if it, i don't you know you i i think people have quoted this before when they look at my art they tend to see a lot of big sprawling skyscapes and like clouds and stuff like that because i have this weird fascination with that part of nature but then i also like like um you know overbearing industrialism thrown into the middle of that so you'll have like these giant skyscrapers and wires hanging everywhere but then you'll see these beautiful clouds <laughs> <laughs> nice how long have you been uh, drawing how, how long have you been creating honestly a, a lot less than than a lot a lot of people would probably think you know most people when they say that when you hear that answer from an artist well, when i was crawling i had a pencil in my hand not so much I've, I actually only got serious about it probably in my like, you know, early to, to like mid twenties. And so I've really only been doing it for, you know, about 10 or so years, really diving in. You know, I I sketched and doodled beforehand, but it was never anything serious. Was there, was there like a particular catalyst that drew you to like the fine art of drawing? Uh, A really boring day job. (laughs) (laughs) so uh uh, you know and i think some other i've actually listened to interviews with artists before that kind of had this similar thing but like for a while i was basically just doing uh you know i'd I'd just gotten out of uh, high school and was kind of trying to get my footing in the world and so i ended up working at a print shop uh on the presses basically running three presses at once well you know when when all your job is is essentially just loading paper and then making sure that it doesn't jam you have a little bit of downtime. <laughs> and so what I, what I ended up doing is because, you know, you, you work in a print shop, you have infinite paper in all directions. So I just started picking up paper and kind of doodling on it. Mm-hmm. And it just got more and more serious. The more, and you know, eventually to the point where my manager was, was kind of like, you know, you need to stop doing that on the clock because he was creepy and watched us while we were working. <laughs> um, and so yeah it's it's just one of those things like you know you, you sit there and you do it enough you kind of get the idea that maybe i should be doing this maybe this is the thing i'm actually meant to do mm. and uh yeah you know eventually one thing led to another and i was like i'm gonna dive into school for this and see where it goes <laughs> three degrees later here we are <laughs> <laughs> so you have formal education in in drawing i do i have so i have a Graphic design, so I have three degrees. The first one was graphic design. The second one was called interactive multimedia, which just so happens to be a fancy name for like, you know, animation and web design. And then my third one is officially uh, a BFA in illustration. Cool. Yeah, I doodle, I doodle a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Upstairs, I probably have all of the sketchbooks from those times too. (laughs) Do you know, like you mentioned, being drawn to 
but um bum um the uh <laughs> <laughs> yes i was i shouldn't i should have just let i just teed you up mr hot sorry about that <laughs> um you, you you spoke about being drawn to cyberpunk do you know what what is it about cyberpunk and that aesthetic that that speaks to you well you know from a really minor standpoint um you know, a lot of people will do things like Zentangles, where they just sit and draw like crazy spirally designs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The 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 interconnection of the wires. Uh, I could sit and draw entire pages of just that. Like literally, just I call it uh, electric spaghetti. It's kind mm-hmm. of the the term I've coined it. Mm-hmm. And essentially, it's just wires intertwining with each other. I could sit and just doodle that all day long. Yeah. And I don't know why, but if you look in some of my pieces, that's actually what, what it is in the background. It's just like this mishmash of just wires going in every which direction. There's something appealing about that to me. Hmm. But yeah, that's that's so that's one of the, you know, the other thing would be like my obsession with the Shadowrun game from like, you know, the pen and paper game from back in the day. I used to just pour over the art in that. Mm-hmm. So it really had a major effect. <laughs> So, um, and, uh, you know, if it, Mr. Hunt or Andy, if you guys have questions, feel free to jump in any time. Um, but I, I just wanted to kind of set up the history. So people listening kind of, I guess, get a better sense, but, um, like, uh, like the three of you, I've never met any of you guys in person, but we've all worked together in some capacity in on different things, you know, for a little bit now. And uh, like, Matt, you actually introduced me to Andy uh, on Facebook. And h- how did you and Andy, like, have you guys met and, and like, uh, actually, like, met each other in person? Or is it mostly been social um, media engagement? Yeah, we've, uh, I say a few, a few times i'm not trying to think about outside of um your place of work where i'm sure i feel like there was some something would have i feel like some event or something because because i know you you went me and him uh, or at least he's experienced you know a lot of the local convention scene and stuff like that so i know that i've seen him you know stalking the con floors we'll say yeah. <laughs> but um yeah yeah, we have, uh, we, I've like just per, like, well, not personally, but for pre- professionally with, I've, I've done a bit of business at his place of work too. And he's been just on that aspect has been very, um, very helpful as well. But, um, mm-hmm. but you know, it's just, um, I think the first thing maybe was online and, Though we, with in, Instagram, I forget who we have some mutual friends too. Like I'm sure that um, that I that I know pretty well. I, Terry Scott, I think, is assume mm-hmm. is one of your. Yeah, she's. Uh, um, actually went to school with her. I swore for some reason I have this this image of you actually being at the school that I went went to for for some time, or at least being there for an event or something like that. Oh, maybe the end of the year. Was it one of those bazaars or something? Yeah. Uh, so the and Memphis, think, and I think that's kind of where, where one of the experiences we had first that was like in person was one of those events. That makes sense. I'm sure an art an art show or one of those bazaars. So the the Memphis College of Art 
the main campus building was uh, was a, kind of an iconic. It is an iconic design from an architect that's been known in the mid-century Memphis. Um, he also did the airport, so it's uh, it's really cool, really cool space. Um, I know. Well, yeah, I think Reed, you're the only one I haven't met in person, but it feels like we have. But I don't think you're really. Yeah, not really a stranger. We just haven't uh, we haven't fist bumped or you know anything like that yet. <laughs> Hugged engagingly for um, an, extended, than, yeah. an extended amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> Whispered in each other's ears, <laughs> <laughs> holding back, holding back. <laughs> Mister Mister Hans' head's about to explode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Hunt's ceiling is beautiful. Yeah, vaulted. <laughs> Dang, wow. you really are in a mansion. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, there's no way he's downplaying that house. It's so it's like beautiful. <laughs> Look at that. Turns out he actually just lives in the Resident Evil mansion. <laughs> <laughs> it really, it kind of does. Um, he showed me the the exterior, and it's um. It does look like that, like it could be not, and I don't, you know, he, I think he knows that I don't mean it this way, although he would take this as a compliment. It looks like it could be a haunted house in, in some ways. Um, <laughs> Thank you. He's on the ceiling now, see? Oh, dude, he's in rose red. It makes so much sense now. <laughs> cool. Okay, well, um, thanks, Matt. Uh, we'll see you all next week. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Click. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I, I imagine we'll unearth some more n- nuggets as we go along here. But uh, <laughs> is, yeah, okay. So let's talk a little bit then about Ramel and just kind of, you know, this we use this podcast as kind of a, an exploration and, and a development podcast. So we, we like to talk through stuff and, you know, brainstorm and, and, and uh, just even just come out with new ideas on stream. And, and, you know, I don't think the art would be any exception. Cause I know like uh, you've started looking at some reference stuff and we've talked a little bit, you know, chatted offline, like the three of the four of us. Um, so, do you have any questions? Um, like, is there anything that we can talk about to maybe clarify or just give a better sense of of direction? Well, all right. So, you know, I, we as far as process goes, and I guess this, this could be used as just a general purpose line right here for like, you know, working with creatives for most people. So I have this thing uh, about basically requesting a you know Pinterest board or a Google Drive doc or something like that. That's just like a collection of of imagery so that people can kind of get a so I can basically so I can get a feel of what's going on in your head to kind of channel. You know, I, I work as sort of a conduit for um, you know like like people that don't draw or paint or anything like that. And so you guys, you know, I think I requested that early on and, and like hilariously only realized how to access it with you guys specifically like a week ago. <laughs> You're talking about the Pinterest boards? <laughs> yes. I was like sitting there like, where is it, guys? You know, but, but like, boom. And then, and then all of a sudden I, I opened it and I was like, holy shit, they've really been like just diving in <laughs> deep on this. And so like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm scrubbing through everything and just, just kind of, um, 
mentally taking stock of what kind of imagery might be involved with this and, and things like that. Like I was even talking to a friend earlier today, not about Romel specifically, just about like vampire culture and stuff like that. And um, I was actually thinking to start, you know, to start getting the mindset going for what the painting style or art style for this might actually be would be to start actually doing like paint, you know, do some uh, photo studies of like the underworld universe and stuff like that to get like the colors and the the mood of that, you know? Like the underworld as in the franchise? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that makes us all pretty happy. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, you know, I, I I think I actually, I may have, maybe I didn't mention this to you, Reed, but like, you know, because we do our streams on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah. Um, I think tomorrow, just, just to, to start the mental push towards uh, working on it, I'm actually going to be doing some studies of Celine herself. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> nice. That's, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Is that, uh, yeah, so like Andy and Mr. Haunt, um, you know, I know we've talked about vampire culture um, a bit on on the recordings that we have. And uh, is there anything that Matt should know um, in your mind so that like to help him figure that out? Like, is Underworld a good representation? Is, uh, you know, what what aspects of the vampire culture should should we hone in on well i'll let um i I really want to hear what mr haunt has to say but um i i like i really appreciate the more modern um evolution of the vampire culture that underworld uh gets into even though it you know it's based on older obviously it goes way back and they also involve werewolves which we don't or lichens and we don't necessarily have that here but i i do like how the more simplified or minimal but still much more darker as opposed to romantic notions of vampires that you know so that more more industrial vampire is definitely what I get out of Underworld. That's definitely a great inspiration. Yeah, and that, you know, just again, just kind of scrubbing through everything that I've seen so far, you guys kind of give me that vibe that you're not really trying to touch on, like, that sort of push towards, like, the neo-Victorian kind of vampire or anything like that. You're trying to push more towards, like, the um, um, blade and you know underworld like that type of of you know yeah. vampire push <laughs> there's actually a um a comic that i don't know if you guys have ever read before but it's by uh, i think his name is jason sean alexander I, i'll have to look the exact name but it's called empty zone that you guys might actually be really uh interested in i haven't heard of that one Man, I don't and see. That's the thing is, I don't think many people have, and it's so amazing. <laughs> that's actually kind of you know when I when I joke about the the off the cuff ink art, that's actually the kind of art that I'm thinking of. Oh, it's like I this think... just gritty and and mm-hmm. dark. I've I've remembered you mentioning the 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 cover art 
for it, although I haven't been familiar with the book. And um, it's really, it makes me want to want to open it. <laughs> well, see, it's, it's Empty Zone is, for lack of a better word, a cyberpunk supernatural story. So, like, you know, she's dealing with, like, ghosts and spirits and vampires and monsters you know it's it's it, it's fascinating as hell to me at least <laughs> hmm. how long was the run do you remember so far he's only put out two books I, i'm you know the last one was in 2017 i want to say or 2018 and i'm like ravenously waiting for book three okay <laughs> wow okay i just got i just saw what um I won't. I won't get into it. But Mr. Han shared, <laughs> shared something internally. Um. Yeah, I, I, I like. Yeah, I don't have anything. That, you know, I don't think I have anything to to add. I, I like the art, empty artwork, uh, underworld, industrial, um, urban, and that's about Blade. And yes, it's definitely not running around the field or, or Victorian mansion. Just like. What what would it look like if they were just in the modern day city, you know? And and it's interesting because uh, I don't have any other like there's other there's kind of other groups and they're not vampires. You know, you know again we won't be calling them that necessarily, but um, I'm trying to figure out what. There'll always be there'll always be some references to that. So it's not like they'll be that different. Um, it just they'll just be kind of played out differently, maybe. Mm. What what I I guess what I mean is like this. They may not be so unique. It may be a power source that they all have that can tap into somehow. I don't know. This is all kind of stuff that happen, that's happening in real time too. Because I wouldn't have. This is great because I wouldn't have, you know, we one wouldn't have come up with something like that, thinking of everything unless they were triggered by. Triggered is not the right word, but triggered. <laughs> triggered by. Uh, yes, but it's true. <laughs> yeah. That's why we do this. We're all just sitting here triggering each other on purpose. <laughs> I want to be triggered. <laughs> uh, do you have? Mr. Hunt, did you have anything to say about... Um... Oh, yeah. Me and me and Andy met back in Nam. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I don't... Um, you know, uh, first of all, I, I, I love the underworld aesthetic. I think that's a, a perfect place to start. But I think, you know, it, it's funny because, you know, as much as Matt says that he, he wants to, you know, uh, be our conduit for this world, uh, I'm also you know lean so strongly towards uh letting an artist come up with his own style mm -hmm. so it's you know it's hard to have any input i don't i actively don't want to have input because i already we already worship matt style so much and we chose him very specifically because he's fucking awesome yeah so it's it's kind of you know uh, <laughs> I, I have this cool girl over here blushing, man. <laughs> <laughs> really, there's, nothing, there's really nothing to say. I mean, Matt's Matt's amazing. We chose Matt for a reason. Yeah. And you know, Underworld's uh, perfect yeah. aesthetic. You know, yeah. Let me want to see where Matt goes from there. The, the, 
the only thing I will say is, uh, at least on a personal level, um, Kate is probably a little, a little too skinny for my taste. But I think that is in line with what we're all. If you could just, if you could just add a couple of ten or twenty <laughs> to her, I think she'd be perfect. You know, and I, I see Ramel as you know not as wet as as Underworld. Wet? What does that mean? I don't know. I feel like it's always <laughs> raining in those movies. Oh, I yeah, yeah. Like one of those cyberpunk aesthetics, it, though. Yeah, it is. But this isn't really. It, you're absolutely right. But this is more. I just. I, I. For some reason, I just have a lot of dirt, a lot of just dust and dirt in in Ramel for some reason. At mm-hmm. least on, on yeah. the outside. Not wet. Dirt. dirt not, dry. Not really. Dry. Overcast, but still dry. Right. Right. Yeah, right. I, I don't know why that just like, kind of sticks in my head. So yeah, so I know Underworld's kind of sleek. Uh, it looks good in the rain, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I see this be more, more more of a you know post-apocalyptic or, or just uh, more dystopian, I guess, and more of a you know Mad Max meets Underworld. Mm. Oh damn, you're gonna you're gonna make me pull out the uh, some of the old, the other references then, and that's uh, if you guys have ever heard of it. There's an RPG called Degenesis. Uh, man, you want to talk about some just like beautiful art that's got that grit to it? God, I could, that's that's the bad thing about getting me talking about uh, creatives, man. Is I could just sit and drop reference after reference after reference. <laughs> I uh, I actually just recently had to restart my art folder because it was getting over like twenty thousand images in it, and I was just like, good God, I don't even know where anything <laughs> is anymore. Wow. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, okay, okay. so I, I kind of, and see, you guys, you know, thinking thinking to that regard, then it would be a little less, um, it, it'd be more like how that, like the empty zone stuff is, like gritty, got a little bit, of, you know, like, like, you know, take the ink and just like fling it on there and then see what comes out of it, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Right, and the whole base punk aesthetic that we came up with is like, you know, about the grittiness of, of the 1970s New York City. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> You know, just a, you know, heat and oppression and dirt and, and and a government that doesn't care about cleanliness or yeah, heat. I know, like that's it seems like maybe a paradox with the cloudiness because that's an important feature, but it's you know hot, dry. But remember, you know, we're leaning towards it being an artificial cloudiness anyway. Yeah, that's true. So it doesn't have to make that's sense. True. Well, you know, being from Memphis, when when it's cloudy. Uh, it's especially hot, so I know I know what that's like. <laughs> the humidity, man. Mm. Yeah, the 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 thing about the thing you said about the ink splots makes me think of um, and I you know this is potentially uh, too leading in one way, unless unless you know for any for an amateur would kind of go the wrong way if I by saying this, but like the the fear and loathing in Las Vegas kind of title work especially mm-hmm. uh, or jackson pollock in an extreme central and not so not quite so like you know obviously not quite so <laughs> so what you're telling uh, me is is you want me to get uh 55 paint brushes tape them together and draw it from across the room is what you're telling me <laughs> oh you know what uh i don't know if i don't know if matt was read i don't know if matt was privy to this um but there'll be there's an element I think there was always this, and I maybe we never really talked about it out loud. But um, the character, some of the in- some of the internal sketches, like maps, and 
landscape sketches and portrait sketches to an extent mm -hmm. are from the character herself like the initial scout is that those are her sketches so mm -hmm. there'll be an there'll be an element of referencing you know her handiwork i don't whatever that means so it would be you know she's not going to be a professional artist unless she could have natural talents because but it's more you know slightly like journaling more, or yeah diary or like keeping a keeping yeah. a book on her journey or something like that yeah but yeah then okay okay and see that you know it, it's gonna sound silly but those little notes like that okay so like what that tells me is that the cover can be synonymous with the entire work and that can be an actual you know my style painting for like the cover of of the project right but then if if some of the illustrations happen to be like from her journal perspective then that would be one of those things where like you could go in with just a brush marker no pencils or anything like that if it looks a little wonky i mean that's that's just fine that's yeah like, yeah mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, for some reason, I, for some reason, I see all the interiors. If we're gonna go with interior illustrations, as all being just like rough inks or you know clean. They can be clean inks too, but like maybe you know some parts might be like you know blueprints or something. Who knows? But yeah, I've, as, as I thought about yes, blueprints. It's funny. Did we talk about that? Cause we that's haven't. Really, no. that's really crazy. Yeah, map the <laughs> the a combination. Be you know, it's a hybrid of things, and that that sounds fascinating though to have the whole thing just be internally like colorless except for the cover could be really interesting and maybe some odd pullouts or something that would be a standalone book that would be other color matte like proper posters or whatever but mm -hmm. sort of like the um, the last eight or ten frames from any mandalorian episode where they just mm. concept art that's kind of like fun yeah, once you, you know, I, me and Reed, I think I've talked a little bit about this before with doing long form projects, like especially like uh, Code Burst and stuff like that. Um, once you get to the point where you're doing the collected volumes, man, you can just go ape shit in the, in the back. Just do whatever you feel like doing. Like, you know, have big posters that pull out, have inserts, have random little, like you open the book and stuff just spills out on you. You're like, Jesus. <laughs> oh, and we could start, like, we kind of think that this project could start that way it doesn't have to be the you know the special edition like this it is this is the special like this is almost like the found journal but it includes the story and like you know the soundtrack stuff but you know it's like everything that that we're kind of into Matt it's it's like you know this is a, another project in that kind of realm of just multimedia and yeah. uh, combinations of of like sources and formats and stuff. I'm, I am, you know, obviously, you know, doing the, the like the zine style, like we were doing with the other project. I mean, I'm I'll dive into that full force, <laughs> mm -hmm. make the interiors look like they're like, you know, they've seen some stuff, make them all, all like look like they've been splattered with like dirt and stuff like that. Oh man, that's exciting. <laughs> St stains. Yeah, yeah you got to remember you got to remember like I'm an illustrator <laughs> yes. and a graphic designer, so I'm always going to be thinking about like how you can make the whole project kind of synonymous with like a book or you know, like some sort of sellable product out of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Uh oh, he's getting the books. Hold on, honey. Where's my okay. book? <laughs> Things just got real. Well, yeah. this isn't quite. This isn't nearly the same thing. But this is um, this is a book, uh, House of Leaves, um, and it it's mostly. I mean, it's really just text, but it's not so much a reference to what you talk about in terms of images. It has oh, virtually no images inside, but it's not just a straightforward front-to-back novel. Um, it's broken up, so the text sometimes looks like a movie script. Sometimes it's poetry. Um, some, you know, sometimes it's like weird, like newspaper articles or like stuff from a dialogue from a play, science articles, and it's all really messes with. Uh, and I like that. I like that because, in uh, a, a, it's or B, and it it kind of changes, keeps things interesting for. And see, and see, you know, uh, my uh, Ashley being a writer, like she actually has that book, so I know exactly what you're talking about in terms uh. of references. Like you know, doing doing like the <laughs> kind of all over the place. Um, now, you know from a from a design standpoint on my on my behalf you know looking through that book specifically i'm over there like face twitching the whole time but that's just because they go all over the place yeah no it it, (laughs) it's not not aesthetically a good example but in terms of the spirit of breaking it up Mm -hmm. and that i'm just talking again like reed was saying you know this is once you start looking at um seven the seven books completed it'll start to look like that yeah like the next project is gonna be a more about the cities themselves so i already know there'll be a lot of or potentially a lot of maps and then i think i was i think i was actually kind of joking with reed about this uh the other day about how you know i feel like you have a core like you know character designs and and subject but you know looking at it as a whole i keep getting the vision like this is the start to like an rpg source book (laughs) and so you have like the the multiple facets that make up this one almost encyclopedic book of just different you know like some of it will be like the environment some of it may be the creatures you see and like you know you could have them almost look like photographs put in the book or you know any 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 sorts of things man that'd be awesome yeah absolutely so that was so that was the book so should we talk about book two now (laughs) 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 Are, are there any questions that we should answer more about character that's relevant for uh, Ramel cast as opposed to just like kind of referring to what's already on Pinterest. I know we've, we, we tried to do a live <laughs> Pinterest episode and it's hard to, hard to explain. Yeah. Um, so, you know, speaking, speaking, a li- you know, kind of mixing the two, but speaking back to the, the idea of like, when you guys actually get the book itself, do you guys want to have like, cause I was talking about doing, you know, early on, I think I was talking with you guys about doing some ink portraiture of the, the main characters, basically like the cast of characters that are going to be in it. Do you want that to be like mixed in with the story or is that going to be one of like on its own separate kind of. When you say story, you mean this first 
pro- the first book, the first mm-hmm. project. Um, I mean, that's, that's definitely not something that has to be answered right away, of course. But <laughs> well, from us, that's a, in terms of like defining the central characters. I don't know if maybe we know who they who if if will be if the reader will be told who they all are just in the first book maybe although but part of me also would really like to have those like a roster yeah maybe just internally because what we you know um, i think because we even kind of did this with um Maybe, well, maybe we didn't. What we're doing with with the other project that you and I are working on, Reed, is kind of having like the the character sketch with like the bio that attaches to that character, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, that, you, I, sorry, go ahead, Andy. You, uh, Matt, you said those things were kind of really quick to do, weren't weren't they? If we're doing, if it's just ink, um, yeah, I mean, hell, I can. <laughs> I think I think that that's that's both the good and bad of going to art school now is I can fill up a whole page in like thirty minutes. <laughs> so it's like it's like you know it may not make a hundred percent sense, but I can I can lay down some ink real quick. <laughs> That'd be fun, like to like just give like and sorry I don't mean to speak about you as if you're not here, Matt, but like um, here. It, it would be fun to just make a list of characters like Andy and you know in the first story we've got Coda who's kind of scouting out this trip and it would be it would be fun to make like a list of people that she might run into and just like throw it to Matt as a prompt and say here's a punk you know this is like in a couple of descriptors and just like just like have Matt like have you slam it out and like be like oh this is what she might have sketched really quick as she's like peeking around the corner or something you know and like have that be a thing like a part of the the style the aesthetic of the book's guts I like that yeah, that, that, does, <laughs> and, that actually and, sounds like a lot of fun Andy have we flushed out like how distinguishable the, the chosen are from anybody else in this world or you know or do they have a distinguishing feature that would let people know that they're uh, vampiric in nature, for lack of a better word, right now? Or they kind of blend in and you don't really know until it's too late? Or there's uh... until you see the whites of their eyes, <laughs> whites of their fangs. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought about like every facet, but I know that there's tiers where. Um... The lowest level would be indistinguishable, and then you get up to the the clay, like the. Can we Up say Rosario thing. Dawson? Can, are we allowed to? <laughs> She's a we lovely lady. We'll just say top. We're all tier. thinking it. Okay. <laughs> um, the top tier is um, would have the most adornment, so that would, she would be more most obvious. You know, Rosariest. <laughs> and God, the most call them that. <laughs> the most promising. That's interesting. That's actually really interesting. The rosary, actually, the rosary is a really, um, you know, Puerto Rican, Catholic Puerto Ricans love the rosary. Oh, man. Like Italians. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I was going to say, yeah. all Catholics love the rosary. Oh, the story, yeah. The story but, I mean, so the rosary is um, is really, actually, could be could be a thing. They, okay, there we, we just did it. Uh, I'm here for you. 
Um, <laughs> He's here all night. <laughs> I can die now. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't die right now, please. Uh, <laughs> but the biggest thing that I've thought of, but um, in terms of adornment, <laughs> would be not, not, not the cyberpunk um, robotic appendages, but um, but a little bit more subdued, but uh, more crystals in nature so they're they're not like adorned or like or growing augmented. out of them yeah and in, in like the upper tiers it becomes part of you know these or part of their body and they replace some it might or might be like this forearm might be crystal that's awesome. with a real hand so the crystals are a power source that's a so it's not robotic it's more like kind of organic or whatever crystals are um of the ground or yeah <laughs> so ground addict splotch, splotches <laughs> of you know black but splotches of this crystalline color so it'd have like the neon crystal whatever they are whatever yeah. colors you think of oh my and god can somebody's nice. name be crystalline <laughs> crystallaria hey Every one of their names is just some weird derivative of crystal. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Look, it's Chris. <laughs> <laughs> they drink crystal. <laughs> and at night they go back to their chrysalis. Ooh. <laughs> drive Chrysler. What have I gotten myself into? <laughs> um. <laughs> You know, I think because I also I think I also had the mentality of it almost being, especially because of the like New York kind of vibe, like a, a warriors type aesthetic. So everything's kind of just covered in graffiti and gross and gritty and dirty. Um, like the idea that now I because I, I've only you know I've skimmed through so far, but do you guys have like? You know, kind of like how Vampire the Masquerade has like clans and stuff like that. Do you guys have actual like groupings that would almost be like, you know, don't go in such and such as territory, or you know, like, yes. and and then and then the you know to add to that, do humans know to stay out, or is it like one of those things that's like humans know but it's unspoken kind of thing? Good question. I think it, I think it, it could be unspoken. I think thinking back about nobody said nobody said don't go don't cross that boundary like in a fantasy that no one was that like proper I think people were just no like if you go to if we're leaving Gowanas when you go to Red Hook it's you're like it's weird you, you just you have to have good reason to go over there I don't know it's just different projects are different um, or were different Speaking to the, the the crystal aesthetic, you could call them shards. <laughs> hmm. Um, yeah. I I really yeah like the sketch the ideas of I wanted to say uh, sketching everybody that she runs into well not everyone but you know having that play into the first book but also maybe what would be I don't think it would necessarily work out this way but if there was one central character of every book so that the, like all the seven major characters were drawn sooner rather than later 
could really help steer the story because I could get inspired by that just seeing that start to see them then that could inspire other things because there are there are a few factions yeah that's and and see that the main thing then would be to start figuring out you know because i know again you guys have done a lot of the back back leg uh leg work but like the idea of you know like you guys were just talking about like rosary slash like catholicism and in is that one faction and then is there like you know another faction that may be a little closer to like you know uh hoodoo voodoo kind of that i that aesthetic or you know like like that to, mm-hmm. to start implementing those into the actual character designs is really important to find yeah, out there, like what what that means you know i i can tell you yeah i can i can probably at least especially nailing down in the next you know couple of days um what those groups are i i probably I can't I can't say one of them because it's not it wouldn't be it would be misunderstood and I don't want to say that publicly <laughs> uh, I, or two of them actually I probably wouldn't want to say them in public awesome. uh, just but uh, but the yeah yeah, Mar- yeah it would just be we complicated. know who you voted for Andy <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we could let's not let's not throw the politics side into this. <laughs> we, I actually, right when just before we get just before we get like, if you want to not stop recording, but just if you if we want to talk about it in a like for a second, I can. I think it would be helpful to do that. Um, should, I, should I pause recording and pause? You want to? Uh, sure, let's talk about it. Okay. Oh-ho. And we're back. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Commercial break. Oh my god, that that reminds me of one conversation you and I were having, Reed, about having like random ass weird like pop up commercial things that would happen on like streams and stuff. That would be real, you know. That that and you know, again, if we if we, for everything that I do, there's if there's ever free time, I always want to try to add on even more and more. So yeah. like you could have in the middle of your book, like. Do you guys you guys have played Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven at all? I know I know you haven't read because you're you're just not as much of a gamer, but you know of the game, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy has. So Mr. I have. Hunt, the, have you? I, go ahead. I, I have three kids. <laughs> <laughs> Does that answer the question? So you've watched <laughs> them all play it then? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Plays Marty Punk twenty twenty one. <laughs> no, I, I have not played it. I wish I had time for it. Mm-hmm. Well, the you know, kind of, kind of the the point that I would make about that is I have the art book for it because you know I'm just that much of an art book nerd. But yeah. like they have ads throughout all, everywhere in that book. Like there'd be you know it'd be like you know here's where you you know cyber doc prosthetic like 101. Here's the street address and it's just some you know range. It's just a random ad in the middle of the book. Like you guys could always do that in the book too, is have like you know experiences of the city itself just kind of thrown in the middle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, ads are always a good way to. I, I, that's that's always fun to see that. Yeah. Or maybe maybe even yeah. some you know the idea that like because it you know deciding on whose point of view you're going from, it could look like little clippings of ads actually taped in the book. Mm-hmm. Good. Oh man. 
My so it's just off the rails now. <laughs> so okay, so let's let's go back then to just talking a little bit about how the sausage is made. Then what? Oh, uh, sausage. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. So you, you <laughs> So the cover then. How long do you like? How long does your process take for something like that, Matt? Uh, the average book cover design that I've uh, been a part of has been anywhere from two to six weeks to do a full painted realized cover. Now, I don't paint small and it's really, it's, it's kind of odd to a lot of people to hear as a digital artist that I don't paint small. Mm -hmm. So when I, when I do digital work, I'm always intending it to, because I have this thing about readability from a distance. That's always been my kind of one of my hallmarks of, you know, my art, artsy fartsy self. Mm -hmm. So I'm always looking to make paintings that are like, you know, 20 inches or two feet by three feet. Like basically you'd see them from across the room. So looking, you know, with that in mind, the cover itself would be, cause it, you know, it could be a six by nine book. So if it's a six by nine book, then I'm going to multiply that three times at least to make an 18 by what? Six, 12, 18, 18 by 27, basically. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so, you know, that, that would be my, what I would start the painting at would be an 18 by 27. So you're looking at potentially about like, probably like a two to six week turnaround on something like that. But okay. you'd have the capability to print it on both poster, smaller poster, book, postcard. <laughs> sure. And then, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's probably about my average turnaround for like a, a full blown book cover. Okay. <clears throat> And then, like, you know, I think we were talking earlier about doing ink drawings. Like, I can spit those out in my sleep, pretty much. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see if that's something that that uh, we want to do. Like, you know, the little kind of exercise prompt is, is as if she was drawing stuff as she sees it or scribbling it into her book. So, you know, to keep track or, you know, if she's using her book as kind of a makeshift guide to give to others or something, you know, almost like, uh, if, I don't know if you guys saw the, uh, the show Lovecraft country and that, that yes. person, yeah, he was making that guide, that travel guide. Yes. Yeah. Like that. I could see this being something like having that be like a little piece of that, if that's what we want to do too, or as always an option. That's a good show. <laughs> Love that show. Yeah, but that kind of that kind of mentality makes my heart happy. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. That's, that's the kind of stuff I love doing. Is like random, like world building and character building. Yeah, that's super fun. No doubt. Yeah. Well, do you guys? Is there any other questions that you guys have for Matt Matholomew? Yeah. Makinsky. <laughs> Matt, is there any other questions that you have for us before well, you go on I your have, merry way? I have a a possible idea that we could always run by for for shits and grins on the uh, you know because you know you and I you and I stream pretty frequently, <laughs> and so the idea is you know especially if we start doing some Ramelcast streaming, um, we could always do that as one of those things of like 
let's let's do some live drawing man get get like one or both you know get everybody in there and basically you guys just be like you know we're, we're sitting there doodling around or whatever and then you just be like hey matt draw blah 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 you know and then i'm just like oh shit and then i'm you know away we go for like 30 minutes or 20 minutes and then we kind of see where that goes and then you know then you guys are just like hey matt draw this other thing i'm like oh shit ah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome like an intense <laughs> thumbnails thumbnail stream yeah but like yeah. But like because you know I, of course my, my camera has adjustments so i could always just like live feed it as actual ink drawing while we're while we're chatting oh my god we should totally do that and then like <laughs> have a video element to the ramel cast <laughs> Definitely. yeah That's youtube that and amazing. twitch you turb i mean if especially if we do that of course it's going to be on twitch but then hell you could just rip it to youtube as well anyway yep yeah. yeah. thoughts man thoughts that's cool well, let's set it up <laughs> oh shit <laughs> tomorrow no. <laughs> no tomorrow tomorrow's gotta be we gotta do i gotta do some i gotta do some doodling like experimental study doodling and then and then we'll get into mm, it huh? yes very cool especially because we're starting because you, you guys want you guys are gonna want this to go sooner rather than later so i better get on it yeah we're really <laughs> i mean i mean legitimately we've got less than three months now i guess may 1st that's scary oh god yeah <laughs> <laughs> They're putting time. They're putting time constraints on me, Ashley. No. <laughs> <laughs> just, she'll just yell from upstairs. Get on it! Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> no rest. <laughs> Sweet. Well, I think we shall we shall reconvene again then when we figure out a good a good methodology to do the the paint uh, thumbnail stream. Where we just all sit there and say, "Do this, do that. <laughs> yell at Matt." Yeah, <laughs> the three directors and one. <laughs> and I'll look like that that meme of that girl, just like. <gasps> <laughs> awesome. Well, unless anybody has anything else, I think uh, I think you all should have a really good rest of your day. Yes, thank you very much. I. Um... I enjoyed this. Got some new ideas. This is awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for making time, everybody. We will Thank see you all you. on the discords. Okay. Bye. All right. Thanks, Bye, guys. Thanks for having me.